everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of Alba Crazy. Alba Crazy. That's right. I'm one of your hosts, Tito Dameron. And I'm Angora, the other host of Alba Crazy. That's right. And this is happening uh, right in the heart of Albuquerque, downtown Albuquerque. Yeah, this is, uh, this is where life happens here yeah. in Albuquerque. I saw a guy selling a joint outside. <laughs> That's extreme. Yeah, well, I mean... Not really, not in today's, not in the parlance of these times, my friend. Oh, a, a joint is just regular fare? Yes, I, I mean, if he was selling crank or meth or something like that, well, I guess that would be parlance for Albuquerque's. Yeah, there's time. nothing that's not parlance for Albuquerque. I mean, we have a whole show based off of meth in Albuquerque, so. Yeah, this is true. Mm-hmm. So how's your week been? Oh, it's been uh, real exciting, taking care of my roommate's dogs. <gasps> Doggies. I got dogs now. Because uh, he went on a big old trip across uh, the country. Nice. Mm-hmm. And going through the South. Now, I am from the South because I was raised in Florida. And the th- one thing that I told him to look for in the South is boiled peanuts. Have you Now, you know about boiled peanuts. Yes, I know about boiled peanuts. I'm pretty sure most people do. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I have this image that like most people go, ugh. That's what I did when I first heard about them, because they sound gross, but they're delicious. It's like boiled in this thick, syrupy, New Orleans, Cajun seasoning, spicy, salty. It's amazing. Uh, and he found a place in Tallulah Falls, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, where they sold boiled peanuts. And the man that was selling them, his name was Hillbilly, has a whole shop, and it's called Hillbilly's Hot Nuts. Now, did this guy have any teeth? I didn't ask, but I would assume some. I was going to say, if, he, if, he does, if he's not missing a few teeth, then he, 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 that's false advertising. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust these bold peanuts. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, so, uh, apparently they were good, so I'm going to assume that he was missing teeth. And uh, he bought me a shirt that's burnt orange, which is an underappreciated color, first off. That's not burnt and orange. I see it all the time as... Isaac works at Home Depot. Oh. It's it's not. You hate burnt orange, producer? No, I don't hate burnt I, orange. Listen, I'm I hate orange, but like not, a nice burnt orange. I love orange. No. That's, it's like a tangerine. Okay. It's like a moldy okay. tangerine. There's disagreement. Apparently it's tangerine. <laughs> That's uh, the man behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Jason Green correcting Tito. And, and my shirt. Correcting just the color, not the actual contents, which is, it says, Hillbilly's Hot Nuts. And I love this shirt. I cut it into a tank top because you can't, a t-shirt that says that is too classy. Yeah. You, you want to uh, have it match. I just like how earnest the stupidity of the joke is. It's like that man is very proud of this shirt. So yeah, I appreciate it. You really are. <laughs> I enjoy this shirt. It's so stupid. And that's been like my week in a nutshell is a dumb shirt. Is a dumb shirt. That's your week. It's my week. How about you? Uh, I got back from Portland recently. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Uh, first show ever in a sex dungeon. Uh, stand up uh, or otherwise? Stand up. Oh, okay. Uh, there was, we, we walk in and there are beds. There are like. Uh, stools where you can chain people in certain positions. Wow. And there, there was like, uh, you know, like it was pretty, it was a sex dungeon. 
and uh were people in the middle of sex while you were trying to tell them jokes no oh that's so disappointing but they were but they were we we got to do the show right before they opened and they're like hey if you want to stay you guys can watch or get into it yeah I I I was my boyfriend was like oh my god I don't know how I'm gonna handle going into a sex club blah 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 and so you know I was like you know what let's we'll just leave after right so we left, and then later he's like, I wish we would have stayed. Man. What the fuck is that about? Because I, I would have stayed. Of course. But he was the one who was all shy about it. And then later he's like, I wish I would have stayed. So yeah, first, you know what the thing about stand-up comedy is? Although that was my first time in a sex dungeon telling comedy, I'm pretty sure it won't be my last. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there, there's... Wherever we can create a show, we do it. That's right. Like Even anywhere, if, laundromat, um, kite flying club, like anywhere. Yeah. Sex dungeon. Sex dungeon. Well, it sounds like you should try to find a sex dungeon that exists in Albuquerque and bring Isaac to it. Yeah. It's time for us to to spice it up. Bring it. Bring bring. Yeah. Us let's spice it up and have ourselves be a couple of wallflowers in a sex dungeon. Yes. I'll do. I'll do a, a live recording of myself standing in the sex dungeon. <laughs> tell you how it is just heckling the sex just oh man that that would be a, a great job for me just <laughs> just like kind of like a like a hilarious dominatrix or something so yeah that would I, be that would be a uh, doubly intimidating if i sound a little different it's because i'm just recovering from a cold that may, turned me into a big giant baby yes <laughs> I am the worst. I just thought of, of the actual big giant baby from uh, Spirited Away. So well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm surprised I wasn't thrown into a diaper and just locked in a room because I was just complaining just that much. Like I hurt everywhere. Uh, I can't reach the doorknob. Exactly. There's a lot of things I couldn't do. But yeah, I mean that's. Uh, my week, I'm getting ready to go to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That'll be month. exciting. Yeah. That'll be exciting or scary or... Uh, more than anything, it'll be morose. I'll jump off the plane. I'll be like, I'm here. And everybody's like, we're still sad. It's too soon. Well, yeah, but here's the great thing about going to Las Vegas now is because, like lightning, mass shootings don't strike the same place twice. Yeah, this is true. But uh, we can't discount that there's there's still gonna be like hella depressed. Well, like perfect, perfect for your comedy. I have to bring I have to bring uh, bring uh, despairing joy to the despairing people. I mean, it sounds like this is the best thing that could have happened to you. I think it is. Uh, speaking of despairing, <laughs> speaking of of despairing, and. Uh, uh, mass shootings. Our guest <laughs> is somebody <laughs> who looks who who, uh, who honestly seems like you know he's like the buttoned up type. He honestly seems like you know if if things didn't go as well as they did in his life that he could have been a part of one. Uh, don't count him out. I don't count Anne. him out. I I believe in Tim <laughs> to Everybody, to have it in him. Uh, we got uh, Tim Wolf with us today. Hey everybody. He's a comedian, and he's a scientist. Uh, he's great. 
and and prospective. I mean, I'm on your fantasy team apparently for prospective mass murderers. Yes, we do. We have a we bingo. Have, yeah, we kind of have a bingo going. Wow. Yeah. You are you are the free space in the center. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I I have an addiction to challenges and this is just egging me on in this ways is, that yeah, I, I I don't know how to explore. I never thought of myself as a mass one. I was I was kind of like you know I'm a Freddy Krueger, jigsaw killer kind of guy. Oh, did you just like spread it out over well, time? I want to make it creative. Okay, if I were. I'm not saying I'm I would ever do anything like that, but if I was gonna, I don't want people to go that motherfucker's creative. Well, I <laughs> like I mean, that's, like that's maybe make a mural of all Ooh. of their all of their faces and blood. A mural, say so yeah, just keep adding to it. It's like Banksy, but a murderer. Yeah, a, yeah. If Banksy was a murderer, you'd yeah. be like, man, this is this is a this is a great this it's is a like, great like thought provoking murder. Yeah, exactly. This guy killed somebody, but he had a message. It's, yeah. it's like one of those uh, Norwegian crime novels that are all the rage. Mm-hmm. Joe well, Nesbo, he's the shit. Yeah, like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and, like The Snowman. That's a movie coming out now. It's probably based on like, depressing as Scandinavian horror. Uh, that's, that's right. Snowman's written by Joe Nesbo. He's so good. I never <laughs> I read any, but guy. it looks so good. It looks like that's the kind of shit if somebody wanted to write a dark fan fiction about my life. That's the, the kind of shit they would be down into. I have to say, it looks good, but I don't like that they just named it The Snowman. <laughs> okay, there's so, something like too, too, too on the nose and and like <laughs> you know not scary about carrot. that title. You know, it's like the snowman. It's like we didn't want to, we didn't want to think of anything. So here it is. So I will tell you that um, like Joe Nesbo, he's written a series of books about uh, this detective, um, and the snowman is like the eighth or tenth book in the series. He finally got it right. So they're yeah, and they're like, okay, this one's movie worthy. Um, I haven't read it yet. It's supposed to be good. They made a movie out of it. I'm excited. Okay. Word. Yeah, I am. Um, so, I'm Tim, what else? What else do you do? Because I feel like you 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 work on a on a naval base or what? Not naval base. It doesn't exist in Albuquerque, does it? Well, it's a government thing. Yeah. Okay. Don't want to get too deep into that. Yeah, you know, government stuff. Okay. I'm not gonna get mob deep into it, but uh, sciencey stuff. Uh, what kind of science do you do? I like electrical physics mainly. Oh, cool! I, I don't even know what that means. Well, it's like I work at like you know electricity and shit. Right? Okay, I do know what that means. And electronics. I know what physics means. Yeah, but it's like giving the shit about what the fuck is that electron doing at any given moment in time. Okay. And how do I make it do other shit that we haven't made able to make it do yet because we want other shit to sell or do stuff? But that's, like, really hard because you start getting into stuff not necessarily always existing the way you yeah, think it's going Yeah, that's what gonna... I was going to say. Like, are you in theoretical? I'm kind of at the border between theoretical, like really, really theoretical. You're writing shit out on a whiteboard. Like mm. You are going from the very beginning. And so, I, like on the border, you're just thinking about buying a well, whiteboard. Well, I'm like, I'm playing with the modeling and simulation until it craps out something that might help someone do an experiment. But I'm mm. not. I don't. I don't really. I am getting to the experiments as much. Um and. Frankly, these days, a lot of people aren't because they're expensive and 
where the fuck is the money? I mean, we're living right now uh, money for energy and electronics experiments. It's, it's not exactly the easiest thing to get a hold of. So uh, you do a lot of modeling and simulation. That's kind of where I am. So it's sort of theoretical because, well, I'm not saying it's going to work, but it looks like it might if I run this calculation and this calculation. This is a very specific the, job. The, no, like, this is this is just like, poof. It's a lot of math. It is a lot of <laughs> that math. Was your, I mean, that's that was a, your well, reaction? Well, no, <sighs> it, it reminds me of my father. My father was a physicist. Yeah. And he actually worked on... Uh, he he worked on um, anti-ballistic missile systems. He worked on the guidance. Okay. And that's a lot of math. It is a lot of math. And it's and, all a lot and of math. That, so basically, what he's is describing is exactly what my father used yeah. to do. You sit in front of a computer, and yeah. you're, and you're and you're crunching and so you're crunching. So here's the thing: I, I don't, I'm not actually that good at math relative to other engineers. I'm not the kind of like math savant. I can just crap out equations. You know, okay. Just eat paper and crap equations. Uh, I get blocked <laughs> up easily when it comes to eating equations. Uh, but I, I have a decent understanding of the science and like an intuition about how to science the imagination helps and the creativity helps and that, that's where like the artistic side of me helps that's where all the hard math power has to go hmm. so that's that's kind of what I do um, and it is kind of interesting to think about how you're not necessarily doing the stereotypical crunching on equations of a pocket protector you're actually it's just sort of like a creative thinking to what might be thought of as a non-creative thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that that's kind of where, I mean, a lot of people think that science doesn't need a creative touch, but it does. I mean, you you sometimes have to make, I mean, because a lot of times uh, things, will, things won't exactly go the way you think they do in science. Mm -hmm. You'll think A plus B equals C, but then one day you'll be like A plus B equals X, and you're like... Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. You just run into something that, and, and, oh boy, you and gotta then, fix it. And all. then you're like, I don't know how this doesn't make sense. And so you have to use your brain. More you abstract thought. More abstract thought to figure yeah. out how A plus B ended up at X. Because right, a lot of what we think of as scientific facts are really good models for natural stuff that work we've used them for a long but time but aren't 100 percent exact but representations if you of really it, when it comes really down to it, it it's sort of it's the human monkey brain's conception of what's happening and it helps us manipulate to get the things that we want but is it literally what's happening eh, sometimes it's not as much as and people just kind of accept it because they trust the smart people know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I mean, a lot of times we do. It's just um, not one hundred percent of the time. Sometimes I feel like there's more parallels between science and religion than people want to give credit for. Where it's you know, almost it, like it's the interesting to hear you freaking, say that. Is the scientists or the priests telling you this is what the word of science says? Yes. When well, there is a thing called scientism, is that well, correct? Well, I mean, it, no, I, I, I would also say, like, this is kind of where my beef is with, like, uh, like new atheists, hardcore atheists, where, where they're just like, science is everything. I'm like, well, I mean, you got to understand that science can only get us, like, so far, and so it's a messy process that I involves go, and humans. And on top of that, it's like you don't have to believe in God, but you can't just shove shove people who right. 
believe in shit to to you know just say science is your god and, yeah, and right. come into a cup and <laughs> shove it down my throat no, like you do at the sex dungeon i don't oh god wait so like like that is that the word for it scientism i think i heard about this word i don't know people who who treat science uh with a level of faith that people treat religion or something fanaticism. i never heard yeah, that there we term go. but it, it works no, for I, me I, yeah I, I usually go with like new atheists okay it's um, his militancy but, about yeah, it. Yeah, the, the militancy of the... It's not atheism. It's like... It's called new atheism. And and I'm not... Ooh. Ooh. Dog and sign. It's more about the methodology of the scientific method, the way you think about problems. That, mm. That's what's that's what's really, really important to keep. It's the method. It's the method yeah. and the way of thinking about the world and problems. But if you have a good grasp of that... Then you should inherently have a level of I. I realize we're limited. We're real limited in exactly what we know about exactly how the world works. I mean, even like electromagnetics. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. That's like uh, these electric and magnetic waves traveling all over the place. That's I mean that's what we're you know broadcasting shit in. That's yeah. how electricity mechanism works. This whole thing, your waves and fields, that's a mathematical model. That's it's really kind of an estimation. It works really well to think of them that way, but pump the brakes on how exactly we can say that's exactly how it goes. Well, uh, you're also a comic. Right. So let's talk about that. Okay. <laughs> what, what would you say that your style is? Well, as we kind of alluded to, th- there's a little bit of a darkness there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of an edge. I would say I'm a fun, upbeat kind of darkness, though. I, that's how I keep it from going straight creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like. Do you think you would it. be a creep if you couldn't go dark? Uh, would I be a creep if I couldn't go dark? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like some people think I'm a creep regardless, and there's nothing. Well, no, I, 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 I mean. Uh, <laughs> what? No, I, I'm like I'm engaged. I'm like, what? What's? I I I was just saying, like you you know, he said that it's what keeps him from being a creep. Well, no, it's not, so, it, it, no, no, I, and I meant like, would you be creepy? I would be creepier if I didn't keep it with like a sort of smile on my face. Like I tell dark jokes in almost a positive, jovial manner. You tell some. I pretty, think that's what makes you, it creepy, though. But, well, but also, it's a fun he, creepy. He, he also, <laughs> He also goes to places that are just really weird. Oh, it's yeah. so great. And that's what's so great about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he d- he tells these jokes about My Little my Pony, little pony right. and, and loving My Little Pony and yeah. wanting to have sex with the... Uh, well, uh, which one is your favorite again? No, my favorite's Twilight Sparkle. Twilight Sparkle. Now, now remember, it's not about the pony. It's about the personality. Well, yeah, see, I get you. Well, see, yeah, I mean, but Twilight Sparkle is... is Probably like you know. Don't look at. A, don't take an opponent's appearance at skin deep, I'm, face value. I'm not taking it at face value. I'm You're just beautiful. Saying, I'm just saying that Twilight Sparkle, kind of, is uh, like kind of low key the most popular one. No, Fluttershy has actually been proven to be the most popular. One. Ooh, yes. through science, is well, voting popular? anyway, voting. which is not exactly <laughs> science. I, didn't know, I had no idea. Well. uh... You so, know my my favorite. Yeah, Applejack. Right? Applejack. So I don't know nothing about no no My Little Pony, but I'm 
I am intrigued. I'm open to it. What are uh, <laughs> you pony, Twilight Sparkles? What are Twilight Sparkles like? Uh, hobbies like what? 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 What makes her so special? She's like that sassy nerd girl. Yeah. Oh, I get it. She's got okay, like a huge library. And like she'd get turned like, on if I brought her a book. Exactly. Okay. But it's like that library. It's almost like a librarian thing going. Yeah, no, she's got like a total, like nerd librarian, introverted. You know, because okay, she's right. she but, but is she kind of like tiresome in how she's always like, she's very friendly. She's like a good. sassy nerd girl. Good, because I don't like want I don't want no boring girl. pony. No, like Fluttershy is more the shy, shy, like, oh, like Stepford, I'll do whatever you want. I just want to make you happy. <laughs> Which, and so go figure. Happy. If it, the bronies fucking love her. Because of you know these fucking guys. They're like. That they're, I'm not counting myself they, among. They're, they're, like, right, because they're they, like, I could wake up and kind of borderline yeah. rape her in the morning. And she'll just be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Whatever. Borderline because they're, because they're, they're in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Right, but like they're well, they're not tending. Rape, like you, you don't have to <laughs> you tend to it. her needs as a woman at all. What you want? Like you can you can use her. her to feel more, make right. yourself feel more. Right, masculine. Twilight Spark was more like that. I'm a strong, independent woman, but I still find you sexy and and will like. So like liking like a, Twilight Sparkle is like a respectful thing to do. It's I like, well, I hope I, so. I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> For my sake. Oh man. Mm, take a sip of this coffee. Mm. You, need, you need to watch some episodes to figure out who your uh, match would be. That's a, well, who, who do you think he would be with? Tito, um, I, I, he might be into like a Pinkie Pie. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, that, uh, well, <laughs> well, Pinkie Pie would be just too cute, and and she'd be so sweet. And you would, I don't know. I think, I think that you would be like. You'd be like, you're so nice to me. Why are you always so nice to me? No, Tito might, if we assume, because some people think Rainbow Dash is a lesbian. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> God, what is going on? <laughs> Rainbow Gash? <laughs> oh, my pants. Oh, that was almost a spit Rainbow take. Gash. <laughs> um, so please keep, no, keep If going, we keep assume going. that she's not a lesbian, she's just like a tomboyish kind of uh, attitude about her. She's like that, like the super I, athletic, strong, yes. like take no shit. And I Tito think, might, yeah, yes, Tito might respond be, to I that. I think Tito would fall for Rainbow Dash. Okay, I'm looking this up right now. Um, you know, she's got rainbow hair and shit and like pink eyes. That's kind of hot. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see. Let's look her up. Yeah, but, but, I mean, it's important to distinguish here. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a brony. I'm just saying I watch the show and I, I can get how guys get into this like fantasy world because... Like that's how my whole theory goes. They have six different main characters. So you're kind of like I'm not a furry yet. Yeah, kind well, of not. I'm. I guess I'm in a progress. And there's, it, a, there's yeah, a gateway you, drug thing going I think, on here. I think there's a gateway drug thing going on here. I think. <laughs> I think you're gonna wake up at like 45 and be like, and and, and in a hotel convention center. Wearing a full-on furry outfit, and you might be doing stand-up comedy at a furry convention. I would be. I would be. I would do and that. I'd be like, and I'd, I know Angora. I'd be like doing comedy at the furry convention, and then that night I would go to the sex dungeon. I want to go. I want to go to sex dungeon. I don't go to Albuquerque sex dungeon because I feel like an Albuquerque sex dungeon, <laughs> like an Eli Roth movie. It'd be oh like one God. of those murder sex dungeons. Yes, it would. It'd that, be like a snuff yeah. film. 
That's enough film. So I want to go out of town sex dungeon. That's why you are the free space in the middle of the bingo card. I was at I, <laughs> I was uh, I was at a poker. just please me and nothing bad will happen. So I just looked this up and yeah, like Rainbow Dash got she she looks so cute. She looks so happy. She looks fun. Yeah, she is fun, okay. but she's well, also kind of that like really sassy in your she face. Looks sassy. I take no shit, you know. Yeah. Okay, what was the other one? Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie. Jesus. I just think that Pinkie Pie would be too amiable. I think it would. I think he likes the tougher girl. Do you think he needs structure? I, I like. A, I like a, structure. In your I life? do need. Yeah, oh yes, I do. And I do like a little yes. bit of pushback. I like having like intense conversation. If this is just like, if this is just Pie some unicorn that's going to agree with me, I'll just get so bored. That's yeah, why. That would be Pinkie Pie. That's, you know what? No, I want to dress up Elena as a as a unicorn now. She would lay over all the way, but she would lay over more than not. She'd put out, though. She's a party pony, right? Oh, she is. Oh, so my you got to figure she'd put Pinkie, out. Pinkie Pie. Well, let's just say you want Pinkie Pie for one night. That's right. <laughs> you will. You do. <laughs> Her name is fucking Pinkie Pie. What this the fuck did he find here? <laughs> Pinkie Pie does look like a little bit of a, <laughs> you a know? Bit, bit of a pony hoe. <laughs> pony hoe. <laughs> she is... <laughs> oh, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> we should yeah, say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a local it, person just came I'm in. Just like, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, for, so when you, I'm when holding you travel, my breath. When you well, travel to okay. Vegas, you can get really good deals at the Mandalay Bay Inn right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah. Ah. One room in particular would probably be free to stay. In. <laughs> I, I would, I would Shit. Ask, I would. I would ask. Uh, I'd ask uh, around and say, uh, "Does anybody know which rooms people have been murdered in?" And then say, "I want a discount on a murdered room, please." Mm, Could be like that. Uh, That'd be a good horror movie. Uh, For those room like to this, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, did I say that I was going to Vegas at the end of the month? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was Mike Long reminding me that there's discounts at the Mandalay Bay right now. Oh man! So uh, I had no idea that like uh, we would get so deep into talking about ponies. No, I, I mean this is this is some real shit. This right happens here. when people talk about comedy, and inevitably, inevitably, it conductibly it comes up, and uh, and I feel I think it's I guess a I memorable bit, it, but it it works. Because I think it brings some clarity to what the fuck is going on with this brony My Little Pony thing. It's like a really natural human thing going on. They just take it to a level that is not natural. So, uh, uh, where, where do, Tim, uh, I don't know uh, too much about you, actually. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, I'm just, I'm kind of curious, like, where you come from. Yeah, so I'm from back east. I was born in New York and raised in East Pennsylvania in the woods. Um, if you know The Office, the TV show, like Scranton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I live really, I grew up really near Scranton. Okay. But if you have to go east of Scranton into the woods, into the Poconos, you'll hear about the Poconos. It's like a vacation spot for rich New Yorkers. Yeah. Uh, that's where I live. That's where I grew up. So the kind of the sticks, but not the farm sticks, like the f- like Ewok Forest fucking sticks. Actually, you know Friday the 13th, um, the first Friday the 13th was filmed in uh, Blairstown, New Jersey. 
And that forest is basically the same forest. Like, it's continuous with where I grew up. So I grew up in the Friday the 13th forest, pretty much. I, grew, I was born on Friday the 13th, so I'm basically a real-life Jason. <laughs> okay, wow, man. Uh-huh. Cool. To just go with what we were talking about revelations, earlier. Revelations, revelations. Revelations, yeah. That's how I grew up. I went, I, you know, I went to school in Boston and then uh, have moved out west. So how long have you been in Albuquerque, then? Um, over two years now. I over believe. oh wait, over two years. That's yeah, not a long it time. It was two years as of April. Oh shit! Was that seeing you? In, I saw you in Posh one night. That must have been like near the very yeah. beginning of, oh, your, of yeah. your time here er, in the early days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, I think like I've gotten a lot better at stand up since moving here. I started doing stand up right before I moved here. Um, coming from an improv and original, I did improv for like 30 years before I started going to stand up, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've started to get a style that people kind of recognize and seem to enjoy. I, uh, I think it's like Adam's Family. That's why I kind of compare it to. It's it's upbeat, dark. It's fun. Nice. I'm not really gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Nice. What are your initial thoughts about Albuquerque? So I feel like I love Albuquerque more sometimes than people actually from Albuquerque. Hmm. Maybe it's because I came in and haven't grown up here. But And I didn't watch Breaking Bad before I came here, so I don't have any misconceptions. Hmm. But to me, Albuquerque is what people told me I would experience in other parts of the country about getting you know, hospitality and warm, friendly people and really welcoming. And I honestly, I haven't experienced that anywhere except Albuquerque, at least not to the level of Albuquerque. Albuquerque has been, to me, the most well-warm and welcoming and hospitable place. Everybody who's not a psycho criminal is like some of the best nicest people i've ever met like and everybody who is a psycho criminal is really creative and fucked up so that's kind of unfortunate but it's like extremes but i love it <laughs> but i love it because like, I, like even people i know and do stuff with and even people just like customer service everybody's super freaking nice here and so that's why i want albuquerque to be known for cool yeah i mean name uh, a quintessential albuquerque moment for you well, I mean, uh, the the positive, warm, fuzzy one of my first open mic here, and just how kind. I mean, I won't forget that. Um, I think John Cuellar is one of the first people I met. This is back at Nexus. John Cuellar is great. Yeah, yeah. he's super nice. Nice But everybody at that mic, and I can't remember everybody who was. But everyone just instantly, okay. I guess you're part of the scene now. It was it was an easy. Mm -hmm. Um, the more kind of ha ha fucking Albuquerque moment was um one night walking uh, downtown, and there's um. Stabbing outside of Posh and everything was closed off. And I can relate to that separate one. Um, I remember when somebody was trying to get into a fight with the owner of Posh and he's like chasing them down the street and they're like yelling at each other. Oh, and it's like after an open mic Whoa. at Posh and I'm just like, this I is remember that nuts. place, man. Oh, Lord. There's just a lot of interesting things happening at Posh Nightclub at the center of uh, central downtown there. Um, so that those were when Albuquerque was kind of like Albuquerque, man. Oh, fucking crazy. Um, but. At the same token, other most of my mics in Albuquerque, it just it's felt like a really close knit, kind place, and um, and that's what I think I'll remember the most about Albuquerque. Oh, that's cool. Well, we always end the show by asking uh, the same question, mm-hmm. and so we're going to ask you: <laughs> Suppose you're on a blind date, mm-hmm. you were set up with somebody you don't know who it is, you get a knock at the door. F- Knock, and knock. who's your blind date? 
but Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Mm. What does Albuquerque look like? How does she dress? What does she drive? Where do you go? What okay. do you guys do? I mean, Albuquerque I feel, ha- has got to be some kind of Latina, beautiful Latina lady. Mm-hmm. You know, long black hair, uh, bright colors, obviously, for dress, right? Very vivacious, has a temper. So yeah. most of the time, super loving and passionate, but sometimes that passion goes to, I will fucking kill you because you're pissing me off or if you ever leave me. Um, but there's a charm there, too. There's a charm because of that passion and, and loving. Where, where do we go and what do we do? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> some place that you could describe as spicy. <laughs> That'd be a lot. You have a lot of options. I know. There's options there. It's probably some kind of um, festival or gathering that's got a lot of energy mm. um, that you it might be a little bit dangerous, but is also a lot of fun, a lot of, of, of great community. And just like in communities like a family, and families can get crazy, and families can sometimes get really nasty with each other. So, like, that's what I'm trying to say. There's Albuquerque. always just like a fight of brewing well, behind it's, every it's, move. And, that, and that's, what that's the thing of Albuquerque. People think of it from the when it goes wrong. But most of the time, over 90% of the time, it's going to be fun and community and loving and passionate and energetic and color and spicy. And then sometimes it's going to get all fucking nuts, and you're just going to keep your head on your shoulders. And deal with it as it comes, but it's kind of worth it in a lot because it's better than being boring. There's other parts of the country that's boring. That's very true. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not boring, yeah. and and if people are genuine and they're genuine in their love and they're genuine in their hate. What's her name? Is what's it Twilight Sparkle? <laughs> <laughs> I wish <laughs> they got those fucking librarian glasses. Give me the eyes. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for for joining us today. Yeah, man, thank you. Uh, thank you guys for if, having me. If we want to get a hold of you, uh, how could we reach you? You can find me uh, on Facebook, uh, Tim Wolf, uh, Tim Wolf Comedy. I think I got in the uh, subtitle there. It's usually a picture of me yelling into a mic, uh, and that's how you can can hit me up on that. And uh, you know, I'm usually around the open mics in town. I'll be uh, Friday at Rio Bravo Brewing, the, the headliner show. Mm-hmm. Be opening for that. Cool. And uh, what about you, Tito? Well, for me, uh, several things. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Tito Damron. Pretty simple, straightforward. Uh, the Box, The Hive, Improv, Long Form Improv at The Box. We're a group called The Hive at 10.15 every Friday. And Spitchy Bit Comedy, Open Mic, every Sunday at Bozy Brothers. Show at 8, sign up at 7. All right, and I'm Angora. Best way to find me is on Twitter, at Angora. And, uh, or Angora.com. Uh, I am also part of the New Mexico Inquisition, where you can find us on uh, nminq.com or Open Source Comedy on YouTube. I'm trying to think of anything else, but I think I got us all covered. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Word. Bye. Bye.